0: The day I left was one of the saddest days of my life. I was cutting grass in my yard, and I went inside, and I just started to weep, just weeping.
1: It's raining, it's pouring, and you are restoring my soul.
2: Will Graham is Franklin Graham's son and Billy Graham's grandson. He's also our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories, and he's going to explain what broke his heart and brought him to tears that day.
1: I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Will is going to talk about things like growing up as a Graham, coming to faith in Christ, being an evangelist, and also things that uh, he has in common with a lot of us, being a husband and a dad. We will also have a word from his grandfather.
3: The son of a clergyman who became a leader in the community was asked, What did your father preach that affected your life? And he answered, It wasn't my father's preaching. It was his
2: life that he practiced that won me to Christ. Being one to Christ means surrendering your life to the Son of God and experiencing joy and peace that you cannot find anywhere else. We can tell you more about it at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net.
1: GPS. God. People. Stories.
0: Growing up being a Graham, it was nothing different, uh, at least in my eyes. Um, I went to a public school, had friends, and uh, they didn't care who your
1: granddaddy was. They wanted to know if you had the latest Nintendo game or Sega game or something like that. Will Graham was born in 1975. He's the oldest of four children, three boys and one girl. We grew up on a farm in Boone, North Carolina, which is up in the mountains of North Carolina, which I
0: loved. It was a great place to go. Went to public school and high school. We lived on a farm. We had pigs. We had horses. We had our neighbor's cows. We had geese. We had some type of attack rooster. (laughs) Um, We had ducks. I mean, cats, dogs. So we had we had I mean, it was like a, a real farm. I mean, we, when I say a real farm I and mean, we had lots of animals, we, we did we grew nothing. We raised nothing, <laughs> but we had a lot of fun on it. We rode motorcycles. Uh, we went hunting in the woods. Um,
1: so we grew up kind of a normal family on a country farm. It wasn't until Will got to college that he really began to understand just how deeply his grandfather had impacted people and how many he had impacted by the way, Will went to Liberty University, the nation's largest evangelical Christian university. It's in Lynchburg, Virginia.
0: I remember one time at Liberty, I had a guy knocked on my door and I said, hey. He goes, hey. I was like, well, I'm like, can I help you? He goes, I just want to see in Billy Graham's grandson's room. I was like, well, Come on in. It looks just like your room. <laughs> I mean, but this guy was obviously touched by my grandfather years ago, and he had a great love and appreciation for my grandfather, and he wanted to come by and say hi.
2: That wasn't an isolated incident at Liberty. Will met a lot of people who wanted to talk to him about his grandfather. He also met the woman who would become his wife. Her name's Kendra. She's a
0: year older than me in school, and we have three wonderful children, but we met at Liberty. I graduated there in 97. My wife stayed behind one more year, took some extra classes so she could play soccer one more year. She was a soccer player. I was on the soccer team too, but she was a lot better player than I was. After that, I enrolled at Southeastern Baptist
2: Theological Seminary. Right around the time Will was starting classes at Southeastern, he and Kendra got married and moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, near where the seminary is located. So I went to school for
0: six months, uh, getting ready for, to get married. We married. She started working down there. She's a nurse
1: and all my children were born in in Raleigh, North Carolina. Will had given his heart to Jesus when he was about six. He believes it was about a year later that God placed the calling to ministry on his heart.
0: I was sitting uh, in school and the teacher said, draw a picture of what you want to be in life. Now, she's told this the whole class. Now, my class was pretty small. And so all us guys were all drawing pictures, you know, and they're all drawing football helmets. You know, they all want to be Joe Montana. But I drew a picture of an open Bible. I had an open Bible, and then I, I, I drew a picture of David Clark headsets. Most people won't know what David Clark headsets are, but they're, they're headphones with a microphone. This is what pilots would use in airplanes, like little private airplanes. And they're ugly green, and that's kind of their signature series. So. And my dad had a set of these. That's how I knew what they looked like. And, so, and my dad's a pilot. And so I wanted to be a pilot or someone who traveled the world to tell people about Jesus.
1: I just want to shout it from the rooftops. I just want to call out to the streets, hoping every ear would hear the message that he has spoken to me. As he got older, Will tried to get a better understanding of exactly what God was calling him to do with his life. Then at 15, Will just surrendered it all to Jesus and told him he would do whatever God called him to do. Uh, almost whatever God called him to do. The one thing I knew for sure I was never going to be was a pastor.
2: And so when I graduated from college and got into seminary, God called me to be a pastor. (laughs) Will obeyed and served as a pastor for seven years at a church, which he says took very good care of him and his family. The first two years I worked harder than anybody else.
0: And I say that because, not in a good sense, because I really tried to work
2: for the Lord instead of serving the Lord. I was going to work harder than anybody else. About two years into his ministry at that church, Will began to sense God working in his heart to change the way he saw his job or his calling. God changed my heart and gave me a heart of
0: a pastor. And I love being a pastor. Uh, I loved it. And the day I left was one of the saddest days of my life when God called me. It was April of 2006. I was cutting grass in my yard. The Lord spoke to me gave me a passage out of the Bible, and that's one thing I will not share. Uh, that's one of the things I ponder in my heart like Mary did. Mm. But uh, I will say this. It's found two places in Scripture. But I remember cutting grass, and I just let go of the lawnmower. And it was just like that. God said, it's time to go help your dad.
3: It's time to let go. It's time to move on. Heading for the mountains.
1: Will's dad is Franklin Graham. He heads both the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and Samaritan's Purse.
2: And in those roles, Franklin travels the world sharing the love of Jesus Christ. Sometimes he does that by preaching to thousands of people in stadiums. Other times he does it by taking humanitarian relief to people living in some of the most dangerous
1: and destitute places in the world. Will had been praying for a long time about whether or when he should join his dad's evangelistic work. Then the answer came... As he pushed a lawnmower and all of a sudden God spoke to me. I mean, I I mean, it was so audible, not in
0: the sense I could hear it from outside, but it was in my heart. So audible in my heart that I literally let go of the lawnmower and I quit cutting, didn't finish the day. I only had like a little spot left and I didn't finish it. And I went inside and I just started to weep, just weeping. It was so, it just, God was touching my life all of a sudden in a strange way. And I saw my past, my present and my future all tied up in these two short verses and I just started weeping again. Uh, I'm a very emotional guy, so if I do weep, uh, I apologize, but I, I'm, a, I'm a weeper. Um, I remember crying and talking to my wife about it, and I told my wife, and she goes, I'll support you in whatever you do. So uh, I called my dad, said,
2: Dad, God told me to come in to help you now. He's released me from my church. That was in 2006, but Will had already done some outreach with the BGEA. It was in two thousand and four that I really did my first event for the Billy Graham Evangelist
0: Association. I did it up in Canada. Mm-hmm. The Canadians had asked me to come up here to do a youth event in Barrie, Ontario. And so I I didn't, you know, I was like, guys, I'm a pastor. I got my plate's pretty full down here. And but I was like, I but I do believe in evangelism. I mean I wanted to I love telling people about Christ. I just hated being compared to my granddaddy or, or expecting to be like yeah. my granddaddy. But I was like, it's too important. Forget my feelings, I'm gonna do it. In a sense, of because I believe this is what God wants me to do. Right? Forget my personal feelings. Mm-hmm. This is not about Will Graham. It's about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. If I'm his servant, I, mm-hmm. I've already said at 15, I'll do whatever you want. Right. I felt like God was calling me to do this, so I did it. And I figured if anything
1: went wrong, it's Canada. No one will get know in the U.S. <laughs> in case you haven't already picked up on it, Will is a humble guy with quite a sense of humor. Nothing went wrong at that Canadian outreach. In fact, it all went quite well. Yeah. And today, Will serves a couple of
2: roles at the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. He's the executive director of the Billy Graham Training Center at The Cove. That's a retreat center in Asheville, North Carolina. And he still holds a lot of evangelistic outreaches across the U.S. and all around the world. I've been so blessed. We've had wonderful events wherever we've gone. And, and it's one of those things
0: I try to tell people, don't, we don't do crusades just to do them. I go with invitations. So if there's not an invitation, I don't sweat it. I still got work at the Cove, at the Billy Graham Training Center in Nashville. That keeps me very busy. But evangelism is important, so I do this. This is kind of like a, a thing, you know, my job and doing evangelism. So I go where the Lord directs and leads, and we've seen God do some amazing things.
1: You've been the
2: Will Graham says he has seen God do some amazing things through his ministry. God wants to do some amazing things through you, too. Your last name, your family doesn't matter. It's not the size of your influence or your ministry that matters either. It's your willingness to do whatever it is
1: God is calling you to do. And that begins with surrendering your heart to his son, Jesus Christ. You can learn more about that and about faithfully following Christ at this website. It's FindpeacewithGod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. There's never been a moment I was not held beside sure.
2: listening to GPS God people stories a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association the
3: son of a clergyman who became a leader in the community was asked what did your father preach that affected your life and he answered it wasn't my father's preaching it was his life that he practiced that won me to Christ Billy Graham 1979 read the Bible explain it to your children and live it before your children. No use talking about the Bible and reading it to them unless you back it up with your life. The basic training place for a child is the home in the Bible. let make Christ the head of your home. The motto in many homes is, Christ is the unseen guest of every meal, the silent listener to every conversation. And I'm asking you tonight, to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and shed His blood for your sins and rose again, and who wants to come into your heart and into your home. And He will come in and give you a supernatural love, a supernatural joy that you cannot work up. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman
1: and Jim Kirkland. Our guest on this episode of GPS is Billy Graham's grandson, Will Graham. We're here in mid-year, and he's still got several more outreaches planned for the balance of 2017. They will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana, then Romania, and Canada.
2: Will would really appreciate you praying for those outreaches. You can learn more about them at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Click on What
1: We Do. That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. Will is the fourth Graham to be given the name William Franklin Graham. His son is the fifth, and that has necessitated a nickname. You know, I've used up Will. My
0: dad's used up Franklin. We're all William Franklin Grahams. My granddaddy used Billy. If uh, you grew up with my granddaddy, you would call him Billy Frank, actually. Even his sisters, sister now uh, calls him, and his brother always called him Billy Frank. He goes by Billy. My great-grandfather went by Frank, so we've run out of nicknames. So, my son goes by Quinn. Quinn means five. And I thought of that when I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> I'm proud of that. I mean, that's a lot of work to get done. That I mean, think is, you got to find well. someone to date you, someone who agrees to marry you, that God gives you children, that you have a son, and that, that she'd be willing to call him William Franklin Graham V. So, <laughs> that's a lot of
1: work I had to get done. It is always a delight spending time with Will Graham. And this time was no exception. We greatly appreciate him being our guest on this episode of GPS. And we greatly appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. You can hear GPS in a lot of different
2: places, such as the Billy Graham app, iTunes and SoundCloud. And we're also now on the iHeartRadio app. And we share every new episode on Facebook. You can find us there by searching for Billy Graham Radio. GPS, God People Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news.